What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello, Beauty News family. Welcome to our February beauty makeup release recap thing. Top 10. We're Top 10. a week late. Yeah. Like Daisy. So <laughs> we forgot about it last week. It we is did. what it is. Um, but essentially, this is a video where we go through uh, and talk about the things that are arguably most interesting that launched in the past month. So last month was Feb. Um, and we're only talking about things that did launch in that month because it makes it so much easier to sort of narrow down the month. Sometimes people are like, oh, but I was really excited about this. And it's like, yeah, but that technically launched in like March or yeah. Jan or whatever it is, it's just easier to contain it to what actually launched that month. Um, so we're just going to go through stuff really quickly. These are sort of interesting things for possibly good and bad reason. You don't have to like them all. Some of them are trash. Some of them have drama associated mm. with them. Uh, but let's start with possibly one of the biggest releases that did also disappoint people. Mm. So we had the Colourpop and Sailor Moon collection that launched and... You know, Colourpop did Disney and Disney princesses and whatnot. And, you know, they're collaborations that were pretty strong. But Sailor Moon is something that people have loved for decades as well. And seeing this sort of sneak peek, people were losing their mind. Um, there was some cool stuff in here. There were lip duos. There were as a palette, two blushes, literally obsessed shades. But what pissed people off with this, which I totally understand, is that if you're international... This probably launched at some obscure time for you. For us, it was 4 a.m. Mm. Um, and they didn't tell people before it launched that it was exclusive to some countries. Yeah. So um, there were a lot of countries that were excluded, and it's probably because of they didn't want to buy the rights to, um, you know, sort of sell it everywhere. That becomes a lot more expensive. But there are a lot of people that were refreshing pages, trying to get it to work, not knowing why it wasn't working. And it was simply because it wasn't available, it wasn't available to in them. your country. Yeah, so they should have been a lot more upfront with that. Um, but yeah, it sold out super fast, and people were super excited about it. So that was probably one of the most exciting things of the month. Mm. Jeffrey Star launched his Bloodlust collection. So this consisted of a Bloodlust palette. Uh, then we had some liquid lipsticks and mirrors, merch, stuff like that. Um, uh, I think people were a little bit disappointed that they it wasn't purple enough. Yes. Probably didn't meet their expectations of what a, a purple palette called Bloodlust would represent. And also we'd been seeing some, um, you know, some imagery related to sort of sneak peek the launch and it just didn't really hit the mark. I think for a palette that was sort of coming into 
a pretty strong collection. So you had the blood sugar, the blue blood, and now this purple one. Um, it, it sort of, I don't know, people I think had high expectations mm. and then were a little bit like disappointed. But then again, this, this actually didn't sell out as fast as I thought it was going to sell out. No. His past collections, they like, they get wiped off the shelf. Whereas I was looking at these just out of curiosity for potential destroying action and there were multiple sites that were still available at. Yeah. And I'm like, that just shows that I think this sort of missed the mark a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, but the, some people are really loving it. If you love a sort of soft tone purple, people think this is great. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of an unusual one. I feel like this is, we're starting to see cracks in the Jeffree Star sort of can do no wrong sort yeah. of thing. Like, because he's done a lot of wrong. But a lot of people forgive a lot of what he does. Yeah, in terms of his makeup, people stand yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, they do. And so I feel like this is, we're starting to see that he's just missing the mark a little bit, which mm. I thought was interesting. So, well, nothing lasts forever. That's true. One sort of indie release that a lot of people were super excited for. Um, so, the new Sugar Pill Capsule Collection, this is the C1. So, it's an eyeshadow, pressed pigment, and blush palette. Um, for some reason, this a lot of people absolutely love this. I think it's just a bit different. Yeah, that's it's true. It's like you know we've seen we've seen palettes with you know weird layouts and stuff before, but I I think this one is just it kind of makes sense why they've got the weird layout. Yeah, um, fits with the brand. Yeah, it fits with the brand. So I think it was just like a perfect storm. Yep. to make this work out because usually stuff like this like the beauty community we're not here for it we're like take your weird shaped pants and yep. fuck right off yeah but people were just they were it into it. it yeah um and yeah we've in beauty news we talked about the c2 so mm. the second one that's coming out so this is going to be something that we see a lot more of but yeah people absolutely loved it what i personally loved mm. which is shows how bland and boring i currently am is um, the Too Faced Born This Way, the Natural Nudes palette and their highlighting palettes, which were like trios. This launched, it is the most nude, basic, basic bitch palette. Mm. I fucking love it. There's something about it that I'm just like. I love it too. There's, it sort of has done a nice split between mattes and shimmers. It goes gradiating from light shades through to sort of cooler tone nudes, warmer tone nudes, brown nudes, something about it that I absolutely love. Highlighter palettes, like a few people were very confused by why you need a whole palette of one shade. I love the fact you can get different, three They're different They're different finishes. textures. Yeah. I, I hate that like every time we talk about this, we have to be like, they're different textures. They're yeah. different textures. They're different textures. Yeah. So much better than like... Neapolitan, white, pink, too dark. Yeah. Like, it, for me. But then if someone of colour buys it, they're going to be like, there's one pan I can use. Yes. And the others are wasted. Yeah. Whereas it's the same if I buy it. There's, like, usually one pan that I can use. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, the other I'm are sick of dark. having a palette that has multiple colours in it and I really only reach for it for one shade. Yeah. And then if I only reach for it for one shade, it sits in a drawer and exactly. I actually just reach for a single. So having, At least this is, like... Yeah, it makes sense. It's a twist on something that is already done. You find a highlighter shade that... Like, if there's not one that you like there or it doesn't suit your skin tone, fine. You're definitely not going to be into it. But if you do like 
say the fairest one and sometimes you do like a really like glowy blingy highlighter or some days you just want something nice and subtle for the office or you're going out and you want something glittery yeah. like I know personally I've gone through all of the stages of the highlighters like give me soft and subtle give me glowy and radiant give me that like sparkly shimmer I think we all like we chop and change throughout the year with what we like and, and at just, least in this case you can wear all the colors yeah and that's what I like about it as well and I do yeah. agree with you I think also how much highlighter I wear or the finish that I go for depends on my mood it mm. depends on the occasion depends on the makeup I'm wearing if I'm wearing something bold I pare down the highlighter if I'm wearing something super nude I might bling it up a little bit more because you can bling up the skin mm. And I really like the fact that, you know, if you find a tone that works for you, uh, you've got different finishes. So I think that's a really good concept. I want to see more brands do something yeah. like that. Um, the next thing that probably <laughs> didn't sell as well as I no. like or that probably everyone expected, the Jaclyn Hill um, Morphe Palette Volume 2. Mm. So this came, it was accidentally sneak peeked as they usually are. Fuck it out. Um, and it, it is still around. You can yeah. still get it. I think it's the first, maybe besides the Manny MUA collection. Maybe, yeah. Um, if one of the first uh, or one of the most recent collabs that just hasn't sold out. Yeah. Uh, which I think is really, really interesting. We did destroy these. Some of the shades are actually really beautiful. I, like, I still kind of want this palette, but I said in that video I want it in a mini. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Like, I'm not going to buy it. If it comes in mini, I'll buy it. Yeah. If it doesn't, I'm not buying it. And, like, I know if it comes in a mini, people are going to rage. Like, yeah. I get it because I was so, like, when they brought out the James Charles one followed by a mini, I was like, it should have fucking been a mini the whole time. Yeah, like, it's true. And I think, honestly, I think all Morphe large palettes should, should just be, be in that mini form. Considering how many shades you're getting in there how long it takes to use up an eyeshadow pan like just make them minis yeah and some of the shades they put in here aren't shades that you're going to wear on a daily basis Correct. uh they're sort of like statement colors yeah. that you're going to reach for once and in blue moon like don't get me wrong i can't i want it like i do there's want some it. cool colors in there. i really do want it but i want it small yeah see i really like some of the colors here they're not colors that i personally wear a lot of corals and pinks make me look quite ill um and there are so many redundant shades so we did talk about this we swatched some uh side by side and you can see the pretty much the sort of uh nude mattes all look very similar the nude shimmers all look very similar some of the berries all look very similar so there are some cool colors in here. I know why sort of um, if you buy this, I totally understand why. Yeah. And I think if you see it in person, it's a lot more impressive than it is, if you see yeah. it in photos. So And when you swatch it, yeah. even more so, you start to see the really beautiful colors. Yeah. All right, editing cat here. One thing that we forgot to talk about is a little bit of drama around the original Morphe Jaclyn Hill palette. So we don't like to talk about drama in beauty news episodes, but it's sort of good to use these sort of recap videos as a way to talk about the response from releases because when we're talking about beauty news we like to keep it about releases and also um it's gen we generally talk about them before they're released so we don't get a chance to talk about what's happened afterwards anyway what happened with the original Jaclyn Hill palette was that Morphe reformulated it and didn't announce it which 
On the face of it is not a big deal. Brands do this all the time. Um, they often update formulas to um, make products better or if ingredients are no longer available or have been updated by the manufacturer, they have to tweak uh, sort of ingredients of products. So this is not really something that's news in itself, but it is worth mentioning because the original formulation for the palette was vegan, whereas this one now isn't vegan. So if you are vegan and you wanted to buy the original Jaclyn Hill palette, check the ingredients because um, the old ones are technically vegan and the new ones now contain carmine. So yeah, the change of ingredients in itself isn't a big drama, um, but it is pretty sucky that they have changed it from being vegan to not vegan. Really quickly, we saw Mac Maker for 2020. So this is where Mac takes a bunch of makers, influencers, artists, in this case, a Barbie style Instagram account, whatever. Um, and they create custom lipsticks for that person or that account, essentially. Um, and this came out this year. Oh, man, an Instagram account can be a Mac Maker. How did a Barbie account go to Canada and formulate a lipstick color, I wonder. That's a good question, just... Instagram. <laughs> or Mac, like what the heck? Um, so in past years, this has been probably a much bigger deal than it has been this year. Um, you know, generally if you've got a influencer or YouTuber or Instagram or a makeup artist that you are really passionate about, a lot of people get behind and the, that creator and they buy their lipsticks. This year, I, I think they, for, for our market anyway, um, the most exciting ones were probably Pixie Woo Sisters and Hindash. Um, a lot of them seem to be uh, makeup artists from the Middle East, which is totally fine. That's clearly a big audience for them or a big customer base. Um, but I feel like this year it, it wasn't as like... They hyped. released so many of them too. Yeah, and it just sort of flooded all at once. Yeah. It, it, and, and it was weird because they sort of, some influencers were sneak peeking it early. Others didn't say boo about them. Mm -hmm. So it was really hard to get all the information. Then all of a sudden it was like up on every website. Yeah. All the shades. And so, apparently in Australia they want to promote the Barbie one. Yeah, because they didn't actually um, hook us up with an influencer this year. Whatever. So, yeah, it was a bit of a weird one. I feel like this is a cool concept, but I feel like it's dying off. Yeah. That's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. Last couple of years, a lot of people were way more excited than they were this year. Yeah. Milani released a collaboration collection with Salt and Pepper. Yeah. So this consisted of two lip kits, which contained a lip pencil and a lipstick, and then two eyeshadow palettes that look like CDs when you open them up. Um, this was a pretty cool collection, and I think very, very relevant to... Um, the collaboration. Yeah, I think the yeah, I agree. I think this was one that, you know, it's not going to be for everyone. I think Salt and Pepper, like they were out in the eighties and nineties, mm. so I feel like you're just going to get some old ducks like us that are like, yay! Yeah. But even <laughs> then, like, okay, so I was born mid eighties, but I like the only Salt and Pepper songs that I was old enough to really know were the, 90s were the ones. ones that like were on the radio, yeah. but. Even then, like, I wasn't really old enough to be super ingrained no. in what they do. No, absolutely so not. So like, I feel like this is, like, 
I feel like the the market of people who would be most interested Pe- in this people in their forties. So like And is that Milani's demographic? Well, that's a good question, B1. Yeah. <laughs> is it? That's the thing I find is interesting. It? Like I like this because like again, I'm I like you, I recognise a lot of songs from my youth. Yeah. But I was never like I got into music around the time of Backstreet Boys and Hanson. Correct. And Spice Girls. You've got so to that's be, sort of yeah. like my gem. Usually like, you know, year six to seven yeah. is when you start to become like Makeup obsessed into, yeah. with like stuff. Yeah. And, and this bef- was before that for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think you really have to be in your late thirties to forties to really vibe with this. I like it because the style just reminds me of like the yes. TV shows yeah. and the stuff that we used to watch when I was younger. Yeah. But I yeah, I was I wasn't listening to Salt and Pepper when I was four, let's be real. No, no. <laughs> and I mean I was a little bit older, but still yeah. and that, like you know, don't get me wrong, I I know a lot of their songs that I learnt as I got yes. older anyway. Um, and I still have a lot of them on my playlist. Yeah. So, you know, I get it, but I also do think it's quite interesting how these sort of collaborations with these bands that are, you know, we're going we're going back. Mm-hmm. Um the the demographic demographic of who you're selling it to is getting older and older and older and I just think it's interesting. I like I want to see the numbers. I want to see the I numbers. I want to see too. the numbers of like how many units were sold and who was buying it. Like that yeah. to me yeah. that would be fascinating. I could actually see a lot of teenagers and people in their 20s buying this for their mums. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Because I don't yeah. feel, like I don't okay, we live in Australia, so Milan is not yeah, readily it's not accessible even available to us. here. Um, yeah. so I feel like um I don't see who's stalking the stands no um so i don't know the demographic but i i feel like because it's a fairly affordable brand it's i i sort of associate it more with younger like yeah. students and buying whatnot. it for mother's day and yeah stuff. but this i can imagine people buying this for their mums yeah for sure mm-hmm. all right linda hallberg released a brand new product it's called the interstellar um and it's essentially like a liquid eyeshadow um it looks really really beautiful it looks like it's got a clear base with this sort of um soft gold really fine sparkle that you can either build up and make it a little bit more metallic or you can diffuse it for like that twinkly effect. Um, she has shown mixing it with products to put on the face. Um, but yeah, it's a new product from her. A lot of people have been saying really great things about it. It's been uh, top selling products in places like Beauty wow. Bay and whatnot. So um, yeah, she makes it look good. But yeah. that, that came out this month. Another collab, collab, blah, 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 collaboration. Yeah. Um, Bretman Rock released a collection with Wet n Wild Beauty. So this is the Jungle Rock collection. It contained a bunch of stuff. There was a palette, a mascara, lip glosses, um, brushes, and highlighter a that highlighter was like jewel sided. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I again, I don't know how this sold. I would like. Not I, sure. I'm curious. Yeah. I want the stats on all this stuff. I don't know so why. So do I. I don't even want the makeup. I want the stats. I want the stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't send me the PR. Send yeah. Me the- <laughs> send me the stats. <laughs> send me the stats. Hey, ladies. Hope you're having a nice week. Just sending through the stats of the Bretman <laughs> Rock Jungle Rock collection. <laughs> Honey girl, we sold so many of those highlighters. Yeah. 
That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's oh, exactly that's what, what I want to know. For some reason, that's what Hello, I want to know. Hello, Wet and Wild, are you listening? Yeah, but um, yeah, so that's a collection that a few people Email us at Beauty News Official. Yes, <laughs> just give us the stats. Exactly. All right, um, Millennial Pinks. This was a collection that came from Melt Cosmetics. Yep. It was their like Valentine's Day collection. So it consisted of two metallic liners, um, four glittery yeah. lip glosses Which is and a new formula for them yeah and then a, a palette that was like basically pink and gray um again i would like the stats on this one i reckon that palette would have sold really well um i did see some people playing with those metallic liners yeah i wouldn't even risk it for the biscuit to be oh. fair i wouldn't go there scared me i was like nope 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 all nope. right i'll have a look they sold out hang on all right, interesting. Wow, so interesting. Usually melt collections sell out pretty quickly. I do think, to be fair, that since they are stocked in Sephora, they've been making more stock because, fair. like, yep. their holiday collection, I don't think, sold out. And that was probably the most raved about yeah, collection. The, um, the more Eterno. Eterno collection, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so the Modern Love collection, the palette's still in stock. Uh, the two pinky nude lip glosses are in stock the, the two gray and the, the black yeah, is sold out. sold out but i wonder did they like understock that? they must have they absolutely must have because the two surely they would know things are still in stock surely as well. they would know that a black and straight up silver glitter lip gloss yeah are not going to be the the most popular like it, it takes a certain type of person to want to buy that yeah and um especially at 24.55 australian dollars yeah so i would assume that they would just naturally make like a tenth yeah less of them yeah and then have more of the like the nudie really wearable colors so mm -hmm. if someone's like well i want to try the new formula but they've only got it in black and i'm never going to wear that yeah you know that you're going to turn someone away from purchasing it but if you have it in like a nude or a pink mm -hmm. people are going to go i like nude lip gloss i'm curious about yeah, this I, formula i'll, I'll justify the i'll purchase. justify yeah, it yeah yeah so yeah but that's it's interesting, interesting to see that a lot of it didn't sell out like mm. this did have mixed reviews or mixed feedback i didn't yeah. actually watch many reviews but a lot of people were there's probably two parties um people were either like i love this strange combination of pink and gray cool tones suit me this mm. is totally my jam or there's other people that are just like i don't get it mm. um so yeah interesting there you go i want the stats for that as well thank you yes Melt. please thank you all right the last things we're going to talk about are from urban decay firstly we saw the wired collections they brought back neons they discontinued mm. their electric electric palette that yeah. everyone raved about um, but i do think that was at a time where colors just wasn't a big thing yeah 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 because that uh, yeah. was out years ago yeah and yeah. that was before people were like yes i want to wear neon yellow yeah, to yeah. work um, whereas some people do that these days so they discontinued that palette um and now they're like shit we need to bring out something else because mm. people now want is it the back. time yeah. <laughs> now is the time um so the palette has um 10 shades and they split between face body and eye and face and body so this is just a way to say that Four of the shades are not technically eye safe in the mm. US, but you know, that use at your own risk. 
Um, they also brought out some lip products and also these strange double-ended um, wired eyeliner top coat thing. So one end has a black liner and the other end has a sort of loose pigment mm. that is an iridescent white that shifts a color. So once you put it over the liner, it turns that liner to a... It's like putting an iridescent color-changing eyeshadow over a liner. Yes, it is what it is. exactly. We've seen this before, but not in this sort of double-ended sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How are people responding to this collection? Um, so uh, I was just looking because I remember seeing something from Temptalia where she played with the palette and um, she was like, okay. She compared it to the original and she was like, it's not better. So what was the point? So this was the electric from 2014. Yeah. And this is the Wired from 2020. Yeah, it's not as good. And it just looks shit. Well, it doesn't look <sighs> shit, but it compared to it, like the blue is nowhere near as yeah. vibrant. And she was saying like um, it, it just does not stick. Um, so she says, even with primer, my Wired look was rough. I tried fixing it. Uh, she was missing like everything in her uh, crease area, um, but she just couldn't get it to stick and her bare skin was thro showing through the whole time. Interesting. Mm. So, yeah, it sounds like they've downgraded. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting though? I've heard, I've seen a few good reviews on this, mm. but it's it's like they've been reaching out to a lot of people for reviews so i feel like what urban decay has done this time around is reach out to the sort of instagrammers and youtubers that do really colorful looks and put them on the pr list for the first time which naturally is quite flattering if you're receiving pr from yep. urban decay everything is nicer when it's free true and so all of a sudden i've been seeing good reviews but when you watch them you're like does not compute. Mm. Uh, what I'm more interested in is they've released new brow products. Mm. Um, so they've added a couple of brow um, products to their range and they've extended um, some shade ranges from another brow blade thing that they've had before. But um, they've got the inked brow. Now this is sort of like a pomade. No, it's like a liquid liner for mm. your brows. And it's supposed to last, was it 60 hours? Yes. Yeah, 60 hours wear. Um, which is really interesting. I don't know how that's going to work, but I haven't seen something like this. I'm curious about it. I don't want to buy it because I'm like, I probably won't use it too often, but it is different. Yeah. Uh, they also brought out a new brow pencil. So there we go. There we go. Right. That's the recap. That's it is. The that's 12, the wrap. The 10, 12 items that we wanted to talk <laughs> about this month. Yes. Yeah. It was actually a short month. Yeah, um, it was a short month. No, I'm, it was longer than usual. I know, it was a longer. leap year. I know. Yeah. I know. But, new um, decade. And yes, folks, it is a new decade. The oh, new decade does not start on 2021. I, those Whoever's arguments been telling you that is wrong. Silly. Yes. Yeah. Because no, I, I love how they're like, you don't, like, you don't, if you count to 10, you yeah. don't include zero. <laughs> But the thing is that if you do include zero, mm. you stop at nine, which is the 10. 
And that's what a decade in years are. Whether you count the one to 10 or the zero to nine, still 10 fucking numbers. Still a decade, you dickhead. <laughs> I had a lot of people mention to this, this to me in like the space of a week. Um, and this mostly happened in January. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. we're a bit behind. But the first time someone mentioned it, I was like, what what you talking about? Yeah. And they're like, well, I was told blah, blah. And I'm like, whoever told you that is a fucking moron and you should not listen to them. I understand <laughs> the logic behind it, but I, it's, like, it's false logic. It's not It's, it's correct. logic applied badly. <laughs> it is. Don't listen to fucking idiots, all right? Yeah, don't get all your fucking information from Facebook. No. That's all I have to say. I know. I know, right? Because that's where I saw it all. So many people sharing it on Facebook. And I'm like, just think. Is that where they were getting it from? I never saw it on Facebook. Thank no, that's where fuck. They, that's I would have been like, that, report. That and, that and chemtrails. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Stay off Facebook. And <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. Yeah. See ya. Bye.